0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. We're a week after the election. The Republicans are slicing themselves up. Determining who's going to lead them in the Congress that they kind of sort of control. And Donald Trump has an announcement to make. And Lori Lightfoot is still fighting it out, trying to become the next mayor when she has no bleeping clue. She's Donald Trump on pantsuits. But the real Donald Trump has an announcement to make. Is he going to jump the shark here? What is jumping the shark anyway? And if you say Donald Trump jumping the shark, are you jumping the shark by using that outdated terminology? Today on the Chicago way, we're going to ask Jeff Carlin, master of cats, baker of pies, future physics teacher in Illinois or perhaps elsewhere. And I'm John Cass, husband, father, father, Greek Orthodox Christian, editor-in-chief of your favorite website, johncastnews.com. And where are you? With Donald Trump wearing the Fonzie leather jacket, water skiing, and about to jump the shark? You're on the Chicago Way podcast, the No Chumbalone Zone, on WGN+. Plus. <laughs>
1: The the, the Chicago Way is a deep cultural phenomenon. It's the Chicago Way. The Chicago Way. That's the focus. In a tower by the river, there lived a man. There was a man who took a stand with pen and paper in his hand, defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso in a tower by the river castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife. You pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital. You send one of his to the morgue. That's the (laughs) shampaggle. The Fonz on some water skis, jumping the shark. Uh, One of those, those moments that even if you've never seen it, you know what it is. It's classic. And I think, uh, I think sh- skiing, water skiing, water sports with leather goods on, I think we should bring that back. What do you think,
0: Chad? And I'm sitting here uh, at the edge of the beautiful backyard here in Sanctuary, <laughs> Cast Sanctuary, where I don't have to wear a gun to go to the Walgreens. But you know what? Um, I almost put on a, a shaved shower get, to get ready for this podcast. And almost was thinking about putting some brill cream in my hair in, the, in, the <laughs> in honor of jumping the shark. But you know what? I never liked Fonzie. Right. I never liked that show. And I don't even like using jumping the shark. Because to me, it's like saying cat's pajamas or something. <laughs> yeah. Cat's pajamas. Right? I don't even right. know what that means. Right. 23 uh. skidoo. 23 skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let's get to the yeah right, right. Let's it's, get to the, what we're doing here, John right. Cass and Jeff Carlin. We don't have a guest because sometimes we just want to hang out
1: by ourselves and invite you guys to step on the corner with us on the Chicago right. way. Exactly, give us. Uh, we, John and I, once, you know we'd like to get have the guests on. We also like to kind of just decompress uh, the week's news or no bleep right. right and and what a week of news ahead of us here uh as we and behind, uh, and behind but as we get about a week away from the midterm election which as you called with the red whipple rip red ripple um i you know what's been bugging me john what? is in and not that i support trump or anything like that or don't support trump that's not my point it's the idea that the media is like latched on to this idea that oh if we if we say it loud enough you know, Trump's uh, he's going to go away, you know, at the inverse of, say, his name three times Beetlejuice. Right. But they, they, they've they been seeking <laughs> out Republicans and saying, hey, you know, what do you think now after the midterms? You still you still think, you know, the 60 percent of you that wanted to say you might vote for him again. Or you, you, is that Does that still true? That's still hold. Because, you know, look what happened. Like they were kind of leading them down this path and almost. All of the clips that I've who's, seen. Who's
0: writing this nonsense for them? <laughs> right. uh, Kellyanne Conway's husband, George, <laughs> the Trump hater, you know, right. or you, you go around and get maybe Adam Kinzinger. I know you <laughs> like the guy. I don't. Right. I've I see him as a hundred percent weasel, but other people like him. And uh, so maybe Kinzinger uh, is writing, you know, this stuff like sending notes to the, his media friends in chicago <laughs> uh, let's let's like get trump again yeah can they do it and is
1: it even necessary right. now after these these uh, yeah you know, it's 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 like i don't know it, to me it, it comes across as sure there's certainly i'm sure people are like oh you know uh, maybe yeah, i'm questioning it but it's the idea of like the jimmy I, kimmel uh, man on the street thing you know yeah. you get somebody isolated and they don't want to they, they don't want to say the wrong thing in front of the camera and so they kind of just parrot back what you just said to them i mean that's what we're seeing with a lot of this And I'm sure if people are given a couple of options outside of a Trump who are somebody who's like capable, showing that they can run the second largest state in the union and has done a great job at handling COVID and has a fantastic response to natural disasters. And a lovely,
0: lovely wife (laughs) and a beautiful family. And he stood by her during uh, any, any can't stand. Disney, just like the rest of us with a <laughs> right. brain, can't stand Disney. Right. So if there was some sort of hypothetical peanut butter, are you bleed right? right. So if there's was some... the small world ride and there's the all the junk that you don't have to buy. Right. Right. Okay. Exactly.
1: So if there was some hypothetical candidate out there like that who could who was an alternative to Trump, I assume <laughs> people would choose him only because Trump is such a flawed character. And, you know, this other hypothetical seems like they, they, they could handle the job pretty well. Um, so there's uh, probably some truth to it, John. But what I mean, everybody is wringing their arms over this, including the members of Congress, because the uh, red Whipple is not the red wave. Where do we stand on uh, Mitch McConnell?
0: <laughs> well, that's OK. That's an interesting thing, because uh, I'm, I'm for the con- Republican senator from Kentucky. But not Mitch McConnell, the other one, <laughs> Rand Paul. Right. I, I still want to go down and drink uh, drink bourbon with Rand Paul. Was not Did we have him on the podcast? We, we did. Yes. Right. And he said, "Let's go drink some bourbon." And I—that's the guy I wanted to um, right to run for president because he he stood against the wars. He's kind of like the Tulsi Gabbard of the Republican (laughs) Party. Sure, yeah. You know, he stood against those stupid wars where people got killed and blown up by IEDs and Republican politicians talk about sacrifice and Mm -hmm. honor. You know, I mean, I really want to give them all a mootsa. But um, here's the thing about Mitch McConnell. Uh, He's the establishment type I hate. Right, <laughs> and yeah. I can't give you an honest answer here because, as far as I'm concerned, McCar- McConnell and
1: McCarthy mm-hmm. toss them in the garbage. That's the if- thing. I you know there was a, a quote running from Josh Hawley from Iowa. Um, who Missouri, Missouri. Sorry. You know, I get, get West of, uh, yeah, of the know, Mississippi and it all blurs Thinking that like the apple cheek <laughs> white guy. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But, he, you know, he's calling for the GOP to kind of the grand old party to kind of reinvent themselves and throw out the old. It's so new. precious too. Bro. I know it is, but I mean, there is some not, you know, I, they've, in my opinion, I think the GOP when they nominated Trump kind of hit a low point only because, I don't think he was like you said, Rand Paul was there. There were plenty of other people I think were better, you know, to, could have brought us together and they were going to be facing up a flawed candidate in Hillary. So clearly they didn't need any, a rock star beyond You're uh, missing something. What am I missing, John?
0: Uh, I might not like Trump person- personally, personally. But I understand what his value is to the to the people who voted for him. And there's mm-hmm. like 75, 80 million people who sure. love the guy. Yeah, so let's no, not no. just, it, let's just, not- just be like, like, uh, like that, that idiot, like Chuck Todd on oh, yeah. NBC or some of these other like flaming libs to just.
1: Oh, I, that's that's i'm maybe i misspoke my point was was they nominated him not when not that the voters picked him and voted for him um, i mean you're going up against the hillary and my point was really more a, a well-polished bush should have been able to beat and i don't mean uh not, uh, not, not son not a, not a dynasty bush but like a tree you know put together that in the right really spot. I, 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 think I love so. you man
0: i love I th- you but I, I just i respectfully disagree because the the, the appeal to trump the appeal of Trump is that mm-hmm. he he put, he put he doesn't wear loafers to politics. He puts right. on steel toed boots and kicks them <laughs> kicks in the special purpose <laughs> again and again and loves it and laughs maniacally. Mm-hmm. And you know what people here's the thing. people vote against things as much as they vote for right. Things. I, I would much rather yeah, let's t- Tulsi as the Democratic candidate. Yeah, uh, Rand Paul is the Republican. Exactly, they could both hold. Like, what is the greater good?
1: For right, them? that that, you know, that would have been that, that? that should have been yeah. the matchup that we deserved, yeah. but we were stuck with the Hillary. But well, we're not going to get him. it. No, exactly. But John, what do you think of this? I got an idea. You know how they had the the, the conserve the yeah Civilian Conservation Corps, and it was this whole idea. There, you know, we got to fix all these things, make these things. It'll be good for our children. Yada yada. yada. Now we have all these great parks. Okay,
0: like the Hoover Dam. We could sing Woody Guthrie songs <laughs> exactly. while we're working on the government. The dime lifting exactly. barrels
1: of. Of uh, sawdust or, exactly. or cement. Well, yeah. I, I this doesn't have to be publicly funded by taxes, but I think both parties should should get together and and start an initiative to try to bring up people to be politicians who aren't these these just terribly flawed characters so we are stuck yeah. voting for the likes of a Hillary or a Trump or a Pritzker. I mean, I, these people are just not good people, in my opinion. Is quality Americans? There are many more. What much rather? more? So you'd want the maybe I want all I gather. want people who are
0: honest, John. That's maybe. what I'm, to, a point, okay, to a point. but you want a
1: government agency to do this? So no, no, no. I want I want both parties to come together. Just because our you know we talk about this on the show, and and right. and I maybe dismissed this a little last time when we had the great Tom Seraphin on, but we we do need to to realize that there are many more things that bring us together, and are much greater similarities between all of us on all sides of the aisle. Yes, And we, we need to get, be better people. We need to have better standards. We need to, to, to choose better leaders. And I, think I so both parties should come cho- together to do that. It's so important to choose better people.
0: And once we grind our enemies into the dirt, <laughs> cast their bones. Uh, listen, what did, uh, what did Arnold Schwarzenegger say in the great movie Conan the Barbarian? What is best in life? Mm -hmm. to drive your enemies before you, to hear the lamentation of their women, you know, because, and I guess sit on a throne of skulls, right? (laughs) Like like Genghis Khan. Right. So I don't think we're ever going to find this this happy place.
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, they're... uh, I think one of the things in Utah and I talk about this all the time, and you know, culture kind of leads right. the way. And and it's yeah. in, until we get to that point where we're like, oh, you know, our culture is kind of flawed at the moment. Uh, we just we're you're right. <laughs> Probably it's a pipe dream. So, I but love hey, you know,
0: man. <laughs> I love you because we are flawed people, so we're gonna right. give out
1: flawed candidates. Yeah, I just wish we had better standards. You know, I yes. wish I wish we we saw the best people in the world and and didn't tear them down. We'd spend our time supporting them, but. That's not the world we live in, John. I'm an idealist.
0: No, we live in Chicago, where, right. like you do. I don't want to excite the, the right, 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 right. Chicago adjacent, John. Yeah, I'm Chicago adjacent now. But um, okay, let's. What about the? Are, what about the people that are in the mayoral campaign? Oh, I mean, yes. I would much rather that Jeff Carlin and I sit in front of a fire. In Tony Preckwinkle's house, you know, <laughs> uh, Queen of the Borg, Tony Preckwinkle. And we have tea and coffee. Maybe she could read us a story, like story about Baba Yaga, the <laughs> witch or something. Sure. But it's not going to happen. No. You know, Tony's Tony's shaping the campaign for mayor because the campaign for mayor is all about crime. Right that's the pressing issue and i don't i don't that's why i wrote about her the other week uh, the other day right. because i don't see the media doing anything other than and I, this is the, the trip and the sometimes doing anything other than paying homage to tony and by ignoring her
1: yeah yeah um, it's it's interesting you know since we last spoke Chewy made it official um and it's he's in um people Chewy are safe.
0: Garcia US yeah. representative Garcia is now a candidate.
1: Yeah. So what does that do for Lori Lightfoot? She's all upset now, <laughs> right? And and there's some grumblings uh, out there that, that it's it's more a, a, a big D play to nullify like a Ray Lopez type or other Latino or Latinx if you want to get weird. I don't um, use Latinx. Yeah, well, you know, Latin people don't even use Latin. Yeah, this. I know. Only like, white liberals use right? it. Right. So, it's like you know. our language. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. But, but yeah, exactly. So, I do. Do you, you think? What do you think of that? I mean, do you think that that's the the play? I mean, you know politics is is a long game. But is is Chewy only in it just to be a, a a ploy for for the Democrats in Cook County? I don't see. You know, think of all of them who are in
0: it or have announced. Mm -hmm. What do they bring to the table other than tribalism? Or I mean, most of them,
1: right?
0: I mean, it's like uh, I'm the I'm the liberal uh, Jacob. I'm the Black Jacobin candidate. The 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 teachers union like me. Mm -hmm. I'm the uh, I'm the 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 Chapatista candidate. You know, all the people in the the that remember the boycotts Mm -hmm. of uh, produce like me. Back and forth, back and forth. Right. Well, what
1: does that do for the city of Chicago? What does right. that do to bring it forward? Nothing? Nothing, right. Another one of these things where it's like you had. A, we have a, had a, a good group of candidates who, have, who had already announced who were local, who were all, I mean, like super local people, people who were having interest in it. You know, your Lopez's, your valises of the world, even right. um, your you know, Cam Buckner's. I mean, the guy, he's got plenty of interest in the city. He's involved in the city. And so – you know, they were legitimate candidates in my mind, but a lot of people who have joined since it's come across, like you said, they're just, they're, they're like placeholders or they're pawns in a chess match, which I know is not new to Chicago and it's not new to politics in general.
0: Well, you're suggesting then that Chuy Garcia is part is that, that candidate I, running to what? To undercut Ray Lopez yeah, with the Latino vote? I think and so. Trying to dilute the, uh, the, Latino vote against Lori,
1: right. or I guess unite them in some way. By, uh, uh, I I think just split them to to marginalize them so that the the CTU candidate and Brandon Johnson becomes the forerunner that that runs the runoff, takes it to a runoff. That's that's, that's my feel or read on it, just as it looks now. Because I I can't I can't imagine the Democrats in Cook County letting the CTU put together a pretty strong candidate come out and then have also Chewy Garcia come out, you know, a couple months later, a month later, whatever it is. And, you know, oh, and now these two are going to be the ones that are going head to head. And that's, it sounds like, cause Chewy's got no risk. There's no risk here for Chewie. You know, he shows up at some events. He glad hands, he's got plenty of money. He and won he, his race, right? Right. So he's, there's so no he, risk he, there for him. And
0: when he ran the last time and I was, Forum the last time, if you yeah. recall. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like Chewy and I like Chewy too. Yeah, too. Um, but uh when we asked him what is your financial plan, mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I'll get back to you. Right. Hey, wait a minute, dude. This is not, you know, this is the mayoral campaign, and you only have days to make a decision. And and he didn't give anybody a chance to make that decision. Right. He was he was weak, and I don't see
1: him getting stronger no i mean he certainly has you know he's, he's grown as a candidate being in, in the house but what about I, tom, tom tunney
0: let's keep you know i love i love uh, the sticky buns of van sander's <laughs> restaurant uh, it is a famous restaurant very yeah. tasty good food uh I've eaten there many times when we lived mm-hmm. up there on the north side uh I stopped by but yeah. Um, you know, on my way not to Wrigley, but he dropped out too. He was yep.
1: flirting with it, yeah, and dropped out. Yeah, wasn't there a, a, a former um power player in City Hall touting his name everywhere by the name of Dick Mel? I mean, wasn't he the one who was going around? Dick name,
0: Mel, yeah, Dick Mel. And then I brought up uh, did I do it on the podcast or just in the column where? Uh, Dick Mel was a, f- a great fisherman. I've right, been with Yeah, we him. talked on the
1: podcast. Yeah, for sure. And
0: I remember the the the, uh, the big, the gorgeous fish that he caught, twin twins fish, in Costa Rica. You know, I was waiting for mm. that to <laughs> resurface, but it didn't. Uh, so Mel Mel loses tunny, but here's the thing: so does Brendan Riley. Right, right, because he he was looking for somebody to run against Laurie Mm-hmm. You got somebody, guys, a little jealous white guys. <laughs> his, his name, he bought it, he's Greek, so maybe you don't think he's white. Paul Vallis is running. Oh, and, I thought
1: it was Hispanic. I thought it was the two white Dells that make uh, it a bias. Right. Oh, my bad.
0: Vias, yeah. <laughs> Paul Vias is running. Vias, they're Vallis. And uh, he's running on a platform of isolating people. Preck Winkle and her protege, Kim Fox, right. using uh, home rule, Chicago <laughs> yeah. home rule, and yeah. the Constitution to do Which so. I know, I know, don't understand why we don't have it. More
1: mayors don't do that. But anyway, we
0: have to examine this a little bit more. And two, uh, using going for full 100% school choice to give right. f- uh, parents, particularly parents of uh, school children, public school children, some right. hope. Mm-hmm. because right now i mean what another like let's invest let's invest in the programs let's right. have more people running around with clipboards right. uh, making 70
1: grand a year and your kids can't even read you know mm-hmm. come on stop yeah it. not to mention you're also spending millions on safe passage because oh yeah the city is violent <laughs> so where do,
0: you, where do you see the mayor the mayor race now if uh Chewy's in does that hurt
1: uh ray lopez or what yeah, I think it. I think it hurts Lopez. I mean, I, I know Lopez has got a lot of you know pull in being very active in the community, um, but I don't think he's going to have the money to to, tend to face off against the Chewy. And and, and again, you know, I hate reduce this down and be reductive in the sense where it's like, well, Latinos are only going to bid for you know. That's obviously not not the point. The point is that they generally vote, you know, grouping wise. So it's 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 his story tells us. So I think it hurts him. And I think that's it, it. Doesn't make sense. I mean, I know Chewie ran once before and, and, and got close, but I just don't think this is. He was
0: close with Rahm Emanuel right. until until um, Phil Ponce, right of uh, WTTW formerly of WTTW, right, Asked him the question, uh, "Well, isn't your son a gangbanger?"
1: Yeah, that's yeah, not part. your son. You don't have one. You don't. No, have no, no, Rahm. But remember the, there was a whole. Oh history. no, no, was Rahm, no, Rahm is, was. Yeah.
0: Rom's son was uh, got in trouble by Daddy
1: for being out too late. Right, right. he was a, he was a adjacent to a drug deal. Alleg- right? Allegedly, yeah. yeah and I know you're what? right. That posse thing was. was I, I give Rom credit
0: for being a good father and taking care of his kids, and doesn't need a bunch of Karens in the media or in politics to tell him how to run his family. And right. I'd be the same way.
1: Yeah, that's so my but, point. I, like, I
0: think it was that stuff is just drives me up the wall. But but uh Ponce, yeah, sticking it uh you know, with a smile to uh mm-hmm. Chewy. Right. That was something that was mm-hmm. t- almost delicious. The kind of thing that you, you know, you wonder maybe WTTW, then later, uh, that is Winnetka talking to Wilmet, right? <laughs> they they uh, they came mm-hmm. up with Latino voices, you know, right. to do a public affairs show. Yeah. Wow. Really? After that, after you stabbed the guy. <laughs>
1: right. I know. But that's how it works, right? Yeah. And speaking of works, John, I think we uh, we need to bring this episode to a close because I'm sure people have had enough of us rambling together for one day. Right. Next next time we meet, we will have the great Gary Fensick on to talk uh, about you know, he's it's he's not just an ex-football player. He's a, a guy who's in business. He's been involved in the uh, running the lottery in Illinois, which I, I want to pick his brain about Powerball because I've really, really – Running the Bulls? Yeah.
0: Has They're he run like, the Bulls too? I remember because a, a friend of his, Michael Ledwith, who's a writer for John Cast News, has recommended Gary. And I think uh,
1: Ledwith re- ran with the Bulls, which – to me, is just too uh, right blown him, Right, I know that's too. I'd love to read about it because that is crazy, and and it comes right off the heels of uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls," which I just finished, which was very good. I recommend it.
0: <laughs> I can't. I, I do recommend it too because Ingrid Bergman played uh, the little rabbit in that in that film, yeah. the film oh, yeah. and she was perhaps the most beautiful woman next to my wife that I've ever seen in my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. That and Cela Ward. Okay. (laughs) For Jeff Carlin, executive producer WGN, master baker, master cat herder, and aficionado of all things space. (laughs) And for me, John Cass, editor-in-chief of John Cass News, husband, father, Greek Orthodox Christian. And again, Jeff, I agree with you that we should hold Tom
1: Seraphin's. Words uh dear to our hearts. Yeah, absolutely, and John. Just so I don't get in any trouble, uh, a master baker is probably an overreach because I do work at a bakery, and I hate to have the real bakers there uh, take umbrage with me. But uh, yes, I appreciate the ba- okay, master, you're master of
0: pies. You're 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 you pie man. Okay, I understand. <laughs> and for me and Jeff, join us again next time, won't you? On your place. Where you're going to hear real straight talk Amidst a sea of barking dogs In the no chumbalone zone Chumbalone On the Chicago Way podcast on WGM Plus Wrong! Conan! What is best in life? To crush your enemies See them driven before you And to hear the lamentation of their women That is good That is good